0: research methods. Hello and welcome to the research methods podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Cristo. Hello and welcome. Today we continue talking about the survey research. And in order to help you select the correct methods and develop the good questions or use the good questions for your research, I have to help you with two simple concepts. It is about the latent constructs. And there are two ways how you can measure a latent construct. In this episode, we are going to talk about the formative measurement of a latent construct. In the next one, we're going to talk about the reflective measurement of the latent construct. So, first of all, I have to explain what a latent construct is. A latent construct is something you cannot measure directly, but it exists there. Remember, I'm a positivist, and I really believe that things exist. Let's take as an example the wealth. You cannot mm, simply estimate the wealth with a ruler. You have to ask about the wealth. Because wealth is not a single line, Uh, it's not only your bank account. There are a lot of things which are related to wealth. And if you want to measure wealth, then you have to approach this latent construct using several questions. You have to ask people about many things in order to understand what their welfare is, how good they are, how, how much money they earn. The other latent constructs, there are plenty of them. Actually, almost everything we talk about in research is a latent contract. Satisfaction, Motivation, Organizational Capabilities, Individual Capabilities These are the things which we cannot measure with a ruler and with the one simple question And in this event we have to develop several questions in order to approximate and understand what the level of satisfaction is, or what the organizational capability is, and so on And there are two ways how you can measure them, the first one is the formative which is the direct measurement, and the second one is reflective, which is the indirect measurement. I want to tell you that mostly we use the reflective measures. In this episode, we talk only about the formative measures. The formative measure is the direct measurement of what you want to measure. I'll give you two examples. The first one about the welfare, and the second one about being a drunk. So the two examples, which my students easily understand. The first one is the welfare. What is the direct effect? Uh, What is the direct measurement of welfare? First of all, your bank account. If you have an opportunity to get to the participants, to to the person of your investigation, to the bank account of the person you would like to know about the welfare, you can get about 80% of information about the welfare. Of course, not all the money is in the bank accounts and some money is just in the pocket. So we need also to check how much money this person has in the pocket. And maybe there's also something which is not tied to the bank account and not is not in the pocket, but let's say it is the real estate. It's not in the pocket. It's not on the bank account, but it is something which shows the welfare of the person. Because if somebody owns a flat, let's say in Tyrell network, he or she should be a pretty rich person. And so on. So we need to find all the sources of welfare and what we exactly understand of welfare. And then by this direct measurement, we can estimate the welfare of a person. Here, it is important that these items, these questions, they might not and actually should not be interrelated. They can, but they shouldn't or they don't have to. For example, some people don't use the cash money. They use only their credit cards. They use their bank accounts. So it can happen that somebody has no money in the pocket, but they have the phone with which they pay for something, or they have the credit card with which they pay, but they don't have the money. It can happen that he or she has a lot of money, but he or she doesn't own a flat. There are many people who decide not to buy one, but save money and not say invest this money later into something, something else. So these direct measurements, the direct items, the, the questions which we use, they can be related. Yes, it can happen that somebody has both money on the account and money in the pocket, but they shouldn't be. And these items, they have different weights. They explain the welfare in different, to a different degree. For example, the bank account might explain the highest amount of your welfare, while the money in the pocket would explain maybe one or 2%. So if you receive your salary, whatever the salary is, you don't usually, at least most people wouldn't, don't take the salary from your ATM machine and don't put it all in the pocket. So mostly have some money in the pocket, but also on the account and the weightings are different because the bank account would explain much more in your welfare than your pocket money. The other example which I give to my students is the example of being a drunk. And if you would like to directly investigate whether somebody is a drunk or not, you have actually not so many options. The first one, if you can, you can take the blood of this person and you can see how much alcohol is there. This would be the most direct formative measure. If you don't have this opportunity, you can see how much this person drank of alcohol. Let's say how many glasses of beer, how many shots of vodka, how many glasses of wine, and over which period of time. This is another thing which you have to ask if you want to be sure about how a drunk this person is. And the body weight. So as you see, the items with which you measure the state of being a drunk can be of different nature because the number of shots or the number of glasses is of completely different nature than the weight of the person or let's say the time which a person spent on drinking all the alcohol and it is important that first of all you have to understand these differences and the second one that you have to collect all the data if you miss something let's say the time then you can be completely wrong because if a person drank five beers over 20 hours this would be not the same as five beers within 20 minutes. And five beers after 20 minutes would lead to a very drunk state, and over 20 hours would be probably not drunk at all. The same as body weight. Not everybody thinks about a body weight, but the bigger your body, the less or the lower is the impact of alcohol on you. So if somebody is who is pretty big and heavy, the probably one or two beers would not mean so much for the state of being a drunk. And if somebody is very small and tiny and drank only one beer, he or she can be pretty drunk. These are the two examples how you can measure the, in a formative way, the latent construct. Of course, the best way is to take blood and understand how much, and see how much alcohol there is in blood, but usually we cannot do it. That is why we need different methods. And the formative methods or the formative tools are those which give us pretty precise answer, but you have to be very careful with them. Remember, you have to ask all of them, all the items which have impact on your latent contract. They might not be correlated, and you have to work with them a different way if you work with statistics. I hope it was helpful, it was interesting. Wait till the next episode, where I'm going to explain you the reflective methods of measurement. And the reflective methods are those which are most common, which are mostly used in research. Thank you, have a nice time, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.